There's an Aesop's fable that is appropriate for Orthodox Christians in America. It's about the lion and the ant. The lion, the king of the jungle, was sitting in the jungle with his cross paw, paws crossed and enjoying the sun, sunning himself, and along comes an ant marching in a big hurry. And he slaps his paw down in front of him and says, Where are you going, big guy? He says, didn't you hear? Hear what? The elephant and the rhinoceros had a collision. He says, yeah, and what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to give blood. <laughs> Sometimes that's kind of the state of the Orthodox. We're very, very insignificant here in the United States. Just an ant. But we are the church. We are the body of Christ, and we have to give what we have, even though it may be very small. This past week, I was up at the clergy retreat for the metropolis of Atlanta, and the theme was, Nothi Toneaftonsu, Know Thyself. And it was led by our new Ierokiriks, who replaced Father Gregorius. These two couldn't be any more different. Father Gregorius, we remember, a big, huge, hulking man with a booming voice. And Father, Father Christodoulos is a slight, thin man. And he whispers... But they both love Christ. And they're both there to serve Christ. And it's a beautiful thing. In the morning Gospels we have the 11 Eothina Gospels. They're the resurrectional Gospels. And they rotate. We read a different one each week during Orthros. But my favorite one is the one with Christ on his, with his servants on the road to Emmaus. Some say one of the servants was Luke, and another one was Cornelius, I think. In any case, they were talking with Christ on the road, and Christ was going to leave them. They were talking about this thing that had happened, this person that had been crucified, and uh, hadn't this stranger heard what was going on, so they invited the stranger to stay with them. And he was going on to somewhere else, but he said, okay, I'll stay. So he goes up, and then he breaks the bread. They have the Eucharist, and their eyes are open, and he departs from them. And what did they say? Did not our hearts burn within us as he opened the scriptures to us to teach us about the law and the prophets? Didn't our hearts burn within us? What did we just do? We just celebrated the divine liturgy. The same thing. Did not our hearts burn burn within us. 
This retreat that we went on was the best ever. It was really wonderful. I was a little worried to tell you the truth because Father Christodoulos and I were roommates at seminary and I remember him. He was a bit flighty. He was trying to find his way in life as we all do. And I was worried. I said, this is a pretty tough crowd. What are they going to do to him? But he was very, very captivating. He told us a lot of stories. He read us some poetry. He even sang for us. He wasn't erudite or highly intellectual the way some of the presenters in the past have been. He told us things we already knew. He told us things we've heard before. But he gave new life to old things. He said, know yourself. What does God call us to? He calls us to forgiveness. He calls us to be humble. He calls us to go to confession and unburden our souls. And he repeatedly said, anyone who comes to confession is worthy of great respect. He repeated that every time he talked about confession. He said, what an honor it is to stand in that place. And that anyone who comes is worthy of great respect. See, you're not a food processor. You're not a pleasure center. You are a person created in the image and likeness of God. So you are so much more. As the week went on, our hearts burned within us. He's told us of a story of visiting a, a poor Chorio in Greece. He'd been there several times. They didn't have much. Nice church in the center of town. But they had to work hard for everything that they had. Well, they saved up enough money to go visit some relatives in Australia. And they were talking about their trip, all the different things that they'd seen, the churches that they'd visit. And then the mother asked the 11-year-old daughter, tell father what you told me. She said, no, I don't want to. No, no, tell him. No, please, no, no, mom, don't make me do that. He'd like to hear it. It'll inspire him. So Father Cristobal says, Pedimo, come, tell me. What did you see? She said kind of shyly, well... We went to Australia and they had magnificent churches. They were enormous. They were painted with beautiful icons. The choirs were fantastic. Everybody was dressed so nicely. But I felt like they didn't want to be there. I felt like they had to be there, but they didn't really want to be there. In our church, people love to come here to church. Did not our hearts burn within us? Life is a journey. 
Not a destination. The destination is the kingdom of God. And we can be there all the time. But if we're trying to accomplish something else on this life, if we have other goals, we are going to pass up the opportunity in front of us. Now, Father Christodoulos has come here and he went to campus with us. And you could barely keep his attention because he was talking to everybody. That man has no cares in this world. He doesn't know how to drive. How he gets from place to place, I do not know, but he travels throughout the metropolis. But for him, life is a journey, not a destination. It is the person in front of him who is the opportunity. The trick is to remain in the kingdom of God all the time as we walk towards eternity. Did our hearts not burn within us? All our tradition and ritual is a beautiful thing. Over two centuries we've developed all kinds of practices. But they're not an end in themselves. We can learn the liturgy by heart and know all the modes of the week and quote the fathers backwards and forwards. These are all good things. But they're only a means to take us into our own hearts so that they may burn within us. Today's gospel reading about the last judgment isn't there to scare us into behaving. It's an illustration on perspective. One group saw life as a journey, a process. The other as a destination, a goal. Neither group was conscious of seeing Christ as the poor and the needy, the naked, those in prison. But one group raced past every opportunity because they were trying to get somewhere else. The other group stopped and helped everyone they could because they lived in the kingdom of God. And these people weren't an inconvenience. They were the reason why we were here. They weren't inconvenienced, they were opportunity. Did not our hearts burn within us? So I left the Diaconia Center with my heart burning within me. And I was calling people on the phone and telling them what a wonderful retreat we had and how inspired we were and then I encountered my first opportunity to live life like it was a journey, not a destination. I was about 25 miles from the center and I, I saw a coat lying in the road. I recognized it was a nice coat. It was a Carhartt. And everyone drove around it. So I drove around it too. And then up about a quarter of a mile, I see a bunch of construction workers, and I put two and two together. Hmm, must belong to them. But I've already passed 
Maybe next time. I have an appointment. I have to go see Leah. She's expecting me. So I drove on and had a dialogue, a little struggle for the next three miles. And right when I got to I-85, I turned around and went back. The coat was still there, thanks be to God. I picked it up and I drove up to these construction workers, got out of the car, my black robe across. I'm sure they were wondering, what's, what's this guy going to do? <laughs> I approached silently. I didn't say anything. I waited. And as I got close and the tension was thick, I said, I'm just guessing. But would this belong to one of you? And then somebody said, hey, Kurt, is this your jacket? He says, hmm, must have fallen off the truck. Well, I don't know that man. And I don't know what God was doing in his life. I don't know his struggles and his temptations, his needs. Who knows how God will use this moment of grace a door of faith, a blessing, a moment outside of our routine, outside of our regular <coughs> expectations. I don't know what it meant to him, but I know what it meant to me. My heart burned within me. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord, may our hearts burn with you in our presence with you in our midst and help us to see you in every person and in every situation that we encounter. For you are holy now and forever and to the ages of ages. Amen.